Shalom, shalom. Welcome to another episode of God's Little Hummingbird, the podcast where we are reading through the Bible from the beginning to the end using the original languages as a guide. Today we are in Judges chapter 5, reading from the New King James Version Bible. I pray Father God would open our eyes, ears, and hearts to his truth. They label this the Song of Deborah. Then Deborah and Barak, the son of Abinoam, sang on that day, saying, When leaders lead in Israel, when the people willingly offer themselves, bless Yahweh. Now, it doesn't actually say when leaders lead in Israel. It basically says when those, like, when those loosed are loose. Um, it can mean to unbind, to let go of. Um, it can be used, they used to use this word for letting down your hair. But to me, it almost sounds like when somebody is unrestrained, when they can just let them go, like, hey, let them go fight this battle, if, if you don't understand what I'm saying. So these let loosed ones, when they were loosed in Israel, they willingly offered themselves, when they given that opportunity just to go do it. Verse 3, Hear, O kings, give ear, O princess. I, even I, will sing to Yahweh. I will sing praise to Yahweh Elohim of Israel. So, of course, they're praising Yahweh for the great victory they received. Yahweh, when you went out from Sair, when you marched from the field of Edom, the earth trembled and the heavens poured. The clouds also poured water. The mountains gushed before Yahweh, this Sinai, before Yahweh Elohim of Israel. I want to point out something here. Who is marching before them? Yahweh. So one of the reasons when the father told me to stop watching children's television shows that were deemed even, quote, appropriate or safe in 2007 was that he pointed out never do they give glory to Yahweh. He goes, it's a subtle deception that they infuse in these stories about their own strength and finding their abilities within themselves. Whereas we are to cast ourselves wholly upon Yahweh. John Wayne movies, he's heralded as this great um, savior or good guy, but he's not without Yahweh. And therefore, anything which leaves that out is really contradicting the truth of our father because that's not how the world is. If we have a victory that brings glory to Yahweh, it is because he opened the door, made a way, and did great things for us. And those who, who, who proceed and go forth in their own strength will be judged. They won't be heroes in God's eyes. So please let that sink in. Verse 6. In the days of Shamgar, son of Anath, in the days of Jael, the highways were deserted, and the travelers walked along the byways. Village life ceased, it ceased in Israel. Okay, so this is talking about the oppressive time. She's prophetically writing this, um, well, they are prophetically showing this picture of uh, oppression, where they couldn't freely travel within the land, move around in the land of Israel. Until I, Deborah, arose, arose a mother in Israel. Now, this verse is on, this this phrase a mother in Israel is only used two times in the scriptures. Um, we're going to get to one fairly soon in another story. One thing to remember here is in this day and age, at the same point, Yahweh has spoken many prophecies to people that He is again rising mothers in Israel. Basically, 
um, women helping. We're not the leaders, as we're not the head, so to speak, but we're helping. We're helping our husbands. We're helping our families. We're helping them get back on track. If you remember the story of the Garden of Eden, it was the woman who entice, who first sinned and enticed the man to bite of the tree of knowledge of good and evil, therefore causing him to lose access to the right um, of the, to the tree of life. But Yahweh is allowing redemption and a full circle come around of that in these end days. And it is primarily through the woman first to whom Yahweh is revealing his Torah. And now we are bringing back to the men the right to eat of the tree of life. That which we caused them to stumble in before. So we caused them to sin and took away that right to eat of the tree of life. But now our obedience is enabling them to eat of it again. We aren't the head of the home. I'm not saying that. But there are many prophecies in Jeremiah and other places that say a new thing shall happen. A woman shall encompass a man. And in nearly every case of the mere, literal thousands of families I've seen come to Torah in the last 20 years, it is 99.9% .9 of the time always the woman who receives and understands the Torah first. And what Yahweh showed me in a vision was the woman behind her husband with her arms around him praying. And that's the vision he gave me years ago when I asked him what this all meant. The man is still in front. I was supposed to be behind him with my arms wrapped around him in prayer, praying for his way to prosper and him to go the right way. And so the mothers right now of Israel, a mother is an honored figure. We honor our mothers. They are to be teaching us and leading us. We are to be leading children after us in the Torah, in victories of Yahweh, defeating Satan and his plans. Verse 8, they chose new gods. Then there was war in the gates. Not a shield or spear was seen among 40,000 in Israel. Of course, that's a probably a prophetic number. <laughs> My heart is with the rulers of Israel who offered themselves willingly with the people. Bless Yahweh. So many of these people came with, and, and her heart's with them. She, they're blessing them. I guess there's two of them, right? Deborah and Barak. They're blessing these people. But obviously it says, until I, Deborah, rose. So Deborah's writing it. Verse 10. Speak, you who ride on white donkeys, that's the nobility, who sit in judges' attire, and who walk along the road. So those are the, the lay people. Far from the noise of the archers among the watering places, there, shall be, there they shall recount the righteous acts of Yahweh. Again, they're talking about the righteous acts of Yahweh. They're not talking about the great military victories they had. They're not talking about how they found them strength and they had self-confidence and they could do it themselves. No. They were talking about the righteous and wonderful acts of Yahweh. I can't do anything. I shouldn't have confidence in myself or anybody else. I should have the lowest self-esteem possible. But I should know my value comes because he loves me and he will fight for me. So low self-esteem meaning this, I know that I can do nothing without him. <laughs> but I can do all things with him. When you get to this understanding of Torah, you will be humble. You won't think you can do things. You won't give yourself glory or credit. You'll be amazed at what he does for you. You'll, you'll give him righteous glory. You'll give him a praise beyond all things because it's him who works for you and who saves you. 
The righteous acts for his villagers in Israel. Then the people of Yahweh shall go down to the gates. So he's going to free the way again where they can go to the gates again where they did the trading. The oppressor will be removed. Awake, awake, Deborah, awake, awake, sing a song. Arise, Barak, and lead your captives away, O son of Obinoam. Then the survivors came down, the people against the nobles. Yahweh came down for me against the mighty. From Ephraim were those whose roots were in Amalek. After you, Benjamin, with your peoples, from Machir rulers came down, and from Zebulun, those who bear the recruiter's staff. And the princes of Issachar were with Deborah, as Issachar so was Barak, sent into the valley under his command. So this is talking about the people who were helping. Among the divisions of Reuben, there were great resolves of heart. Why did you sit among the sheepfolds to hear the pipings for the flocks? The divisions of Reuben have great searchings of heart. Gilead stayed beyond the Jordan. And why did Dan remain on ships? Asher continued at the seashore and stayed on his inlet. So now she's rebuking the, 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 um, the tribes that didn't come help. Why did you sit there? Why did you just sit there piping for the flocks? Why did you... Why You better search your heart, Reuben. What were you doing? Gilead, why'd you stay over there on the other side of the Jordan? Dan, why were you on... Now, the Danites, originally they were down by Judah. And then they were displaced, and then they captured land up by Lebanon. So they went north. And they were seafaring people. And literally, you can trace them out to be um, linked to Tyr, Tarshish, the ships of Tarshish, and then linked to Tyr. They all became working together, and um, and then they went over to Britain. So oftentimes in Scripture, prophetically, you will see Tyr representing Britain. And Yahweh showed me that, I don't know, 20 years ago almost. But And then other people have confirmed it. So anyway, it's kind of a neat thing, but they were on the ships. It was the seafarers. And then, of course, Asher was by the seaside as well, and she's rebuking them. Zebulun is a people who jeopardized their lives to the point of death. Naphtali also on the heights of the battlefield. So here they get commended. The kings came and fought. Then the kings of Canaan fought. In Tanakh by the waters of Megiddo, they took no spoils of silver. They fought from the heavens. The stars from their courses fought against Sisera. This does not advocate astrology. This is a prophetic picture talking about, um, you know, how Yahweh says he gives us the signs in the heavens. The stars were for the signs. So, you know, back in, I think it was the year 2009 where the constellations aligned in such a way as the the constellation called the woman um, delivered the child and and then the dragon was there. They were all at the same time. It was either 2009 or 2012. I can't remember right now. So that's what it's talking about, like this, this, the story that Yahweh prophesied through the story that the stars tell, through the pictures. It's not talking about magic or anything. It's just saying the um, basically the... the the victory of Israel was written in by Yahweh, so to speak, if I can explain that properly. The torrent of Kishon swept them away. The, the ancient torrent, the torrent of Kishon, oh, my soul, march on in strength. Then the horse's hoofs pounded, the galloping, galloping of his steeds. Curse Merose, said the angel of Yahweh. Curse its inhabitants bitterly, because they did not come to the help of Yahweh, to the help of Yahweh against the mighty. Now, nobody really knows in all my research where Merose was. They aren't quite certain. And Yahweh cursed him, the angel of Yahweh, which we many would think would be Yeshua, because he goes before us. Most blessed among women is Jael, the wife of Heber the Kenite. Blessed is she among women in tents. He asked for water, she gave milk. She brought out cream in a lordly bowl. 
She stretched her hand to the tent peg, her right hand to the workman's hammer. She pounded Sisera. She pierced his head. She split and struck through his temple. At her feet he sank, he fell, he lay still. At her feet he sank, he fell. Where he sank, there he fell dead. Oh, that's a little graphic. <laughs> but it's true, it's what happened. She took that tent peg, went right through his head. The mother of Sisera looked through the window and cried out through the lattice. Why is his chariot so long in coming? Why tarries the clatter of his chariots? So this was the, the man who was killed was named Sisera. And his mother was waiting for him. So, com, you know, contrast this to the mother of Israel that Deborah was. She's leading Israel forward, the mother of Sisera. They're looking upon defeat. Also, there's only, um, I guess, a few places in Scripture where women are looking out the window. One was Micah, Saul's daughter. Another was Jezebel. And none of those women were obedient to Yahweh. So interesting. They're looking out. It's like they're longing. What they long for is not coming to them. They don't receive what they want because of their wickedness. Verse 29. Her wisest ladies answered her. Yes, she answered herself. Are they not finding and dividing the spoil? So they're making up these stories like, hey, my, my son's out gaining great victories, and they're dividing spoil. To every man a girl or two, for Sisera plundered dyed garments, plunder of garments embroidered and dyed, two pieces of dyed embroidery for the neck of the looter. So they're talking about great victories, making up stories that didn't happen. She keeps looking, but in her mind, right, that's why he's taking so long. They're just getting great spoil. But we know that didn't happen. Verse 31, thus let all your enemies perish, O Yahweh, but let those who love him be like the sun when it comes out in full strength. So the land had rest for 40 years. Love you guys. Have a blessed day.